Rupert Cutler is 90 years young and still very much dialed in. I don't know how to stop. It's just a habit with me like anybody else. I get up at 8 o'clock, I'm, I'm at my computer by 9, and I stay there for hours. I have uh, all kinds of, you know, Kiwanis Club and Sons of the American Revolution and local government issues and try to be involved in policy. I write op-eds for the Roanoke Times. I'm working on one now. Email comes in by the ton, and I go through and, you know, sort through that every, every morning and, and try to do something creative. Growing up in Michigan, one of Cutler's first brushes with nature was on a golf course, leading to a lifelong interest in bird watching and a career centered around environmentalism. I wasn't much of a caddy because I was always watching the birds that flew by and not the, not the ball. But this little bright, bright yellow bird sat down there and I said, what in the world is that? It turned out to be a yellow warbler. And I started looking it up and that was, that was the beginning of my career that ended up I was the number two uh, person at the National Audubon Society. I was a senior vice president at the National Audubon Society for a few years in New York City after I had been assistant secretary of agriculture in the Jimmy Carter administration. Rupert Cutler, Roanoke's 2023 Citizen of the Year, is also an avid reader, mostly nonfiction, and has thousands of books in his home library at the condo he and wife Brenda Living at the corner of Jefferson and Campbell in downtown Roanoke, books on climate change are a focus, what Cutler calls the biggest threat to mankind. On how he got to Washington, D.C. and the Jimmy Carter White House as U.S. Assistant Secretary of Agriculture. I taught at at Michigan State. I was Assistant Professor of Resource Development at Michigan State University from 72 to 77 when President Jimmy Carter called me to Washington to be in charge of the United States Forest Service. And the transition team for Jimmy Carter uh, turned to the Sierra Club and the Natural Resources Defense Council and other environmental groups for advice on who he should name to head the EPA and and Secretary of the Interior and the Assistant Secretary for the Forest Service. I had friends in high places (laughs) and the environmental community. And so they recommended me to the transition team. I went back to teaching at East Lansing, and a couple weeks later, the new Secretary of Agriculture, Bob Bergen, called me and said, well, I'd like to nominate you for my assistant secretary uh, over the Forest Service and Soil Conservation Service, and you're interested? I said, you're darn right, I'm interested. That was an opportunity of a lifetime. I was able to advocate for a lot more wilderness in the National Forest System. I got the Soil Conservation Service to stop ditching and draining trout streams to try to artificially increased crop land and got the uh, Agricultural Research Service to begin to do research on organic farming and organic gardening and uh, integrated pest management to reduce the amount of pesticides that are used on crops. As for Cutler's encounters with Jimmy Carter, the one-term president and former governor of Georgia, who lost his 1980 re-election bid to Ronald Reagan. I was actually present uh, uh, a couple of times, when, like when Jimmy Carter signed the Alaska National Interest Land Conservation Act, or ANILCA, that, that protected 100 million acres of parks and wilderness in Alaska. I was in the East Room when he signed the papers with Deng Xiaoping of the People's Republic of China to normalize diplomatic relations with China. But I'd also been over there on less formal occasions to brief the president on three or four different Forest Service issues. I found him rather stiff to work with. To say that he has a mind of his own is an understatement. He was pretty clear what he wanted to do. I wasn't sure I was getting through. (laughs) 
I'm Gene Moreno in the WFIR Newsroom. Former city council member and Roanoke Citizen of the Year, Rupert Cutler, looks back at his career. After leaving the Jimmy Carter White House, he headed north. We moved to New York City and had a great time with the National Audubon Society, which was a natural place for me to go, after which I became the president and chief executive officer of Defenders of Wildlife, which is another major environmental group. And, and then after that, I, I moved to Roanoke in 1990. Lured to the Roanoke Valley by Bern Ewart, Cutler became the founding executive director at Explore Park, which was first envisioned as an adventure park and then a living history attraction. State of Virginia support went away and it really ran out of financial fuel. But before that happened, I bailed and became the founding executive director of the Western Virginia Land Trust because we needed a body like that to complement the beginning of the Greenway system in which I was involved in getting going. And so I went off to become the first head of the Land Trust, which is now called the Blue Ridge Land Conservancy. Cutler says he helped convince the city of Roanoke to donate 12,000 acres at Carvin's Cove as a conservation easement. It's become a mountain biking mecca. And to put 600 acres on Mill Mountain under an easement. Elected first to Roanoke City Council in 2002, Cutler says he did not run for a second term with his late first wife Gladys very ill at the time. He was later appointed to finish out the last two years of Councilman Alfred Dow's term after he resigned over some legal issues. Rupert Cutler has played trombone with the Richmond Symphony Orchestra and with a community band in Roanoke Parades. He sang with a local barbershop chorus for 20 years. Rupert Cutler is still a man on the go at age 90 and Roanoke Citizen of the Year. One thing I can say is that I stayed true to my original mission of improving wildlife habitat and uh, protecting wilderness areas. I've worked for, for on behalf of wildlife and wilderness and protecting natural resources and the environment my entire career. You know, the city gave me this Citizen of the Year Award, much to my surprise, and so that kind of caps it off. But yeah, I've, I'm pleased with the contribution I've made to protecting our country's natural environment, it's been meaningful, and I can look back on it with pride. Hear this interview again with Roanoke 2023 Citizen of the Year Rupert Cutler on our website and social media. For WFIR News, I'm Gene Morano.